Good morning, everybody. What a nice lot of people there are here today. Can you hear me? Yes? Um, I feel very honoured and privileged to be here among you, people I class as my new family. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've got a blob all the way through this. <laughs> I didn't know I had so much water inside me <laughs> until I joined Beacon. But it's um, water inside, and later today it will be water outside. <laughs> I do ramble, so I wrote it down and kept it short. But this is my testimony. Thank you. I've got to take these off, can't see with them on. <laughs> I was born in 1948 and brought up a Roman Catholic. Church and school at that time in the Catholic Church did not put much emphasis on Bible reading and study. It was mostly stories about the saints and catechism. I did go to Sunday school around at the Baptist Church in Herne Bay with a friend and remember hearing Bible stories there, and I really enjoyed it. They did colouring and all sorts of things. I went to church every week until after I was married. But as the marriage fell apart and I turned to the church for guidance and support, I felt let down. And once I got divorced um, and remarried, I felt ostracized and stopped going. Now, that's not against the church. That's how I felt. Um, I never had anyone stand and pray with me like they have here. And if they had, maybe it would have been a different story. Desperately needing a spiritual connection, I found it in spiritualism, New Age movement, tarot cards, astrology, and later Wicca. Not having a strong biblical foundation, I had no idea that these practices were offensive to God. They all seemed so innocent and nature-loving. In, nine, in 2012, I read a couple of books about Christianity. I'll read anything off the back of the cornflakes packet if there's nothing else available. And I think God knows that, knows me so well that he put books in my way and ever curious if the title stood out, you know, like you were reading last week, The Purpose Driven Life. I can't walk past that. I've got to have a look, even if I don't really understand or know what it means. Anyway, I read this couple of books about Christianity and I began to realize how much I miss Jesus in my life. I'd always been very close to Jesus and talked about to him on a regular basis and suddenly all that stopped. I didn't do anything about it. You know, life gets in the way. And apart from reading some Christian fiction, I, you know, I left it alone. In 2015, I felt compelled to watch some Christian programs on TV. I think I was scrolling and came across God TV or something. And one day on the bus, and this is the day that really did it for me, I heard a lady who was your own dear Elaine talking to her friend about Jesus. And she was talking in such a natural way, but with such an outpouring of love, I felt really moved. Doubts about the New Age crept into my mind, and I listened to several new, well New Age teachers who had turned to Christ and was impressed by their testimonies. My own daughter, who was also a pagan, had a wonderful revelation, 
and she talked to me about it and it allowed me to open up to her about what I'd been feeling. Then I met a street preacher and all he did was say, um, do you believe in Jesus? And I said, yes. And he said, would you, and I said, but I've gone away from the church. He gave me a little leaflet and said, would you take this, read it and see what you think? And it was the sinner's prayer. I went home and I got on my knees and asked God to forgive me. Sorry. And I know he did. I decided to read the Bible from beginning to end and find a Bible-centered church. I was going to go to every church in town and see where I felt most comfortable. But when I walked into Beacon, really because it was the nearest church to where I lived, and I was welcomed at the door by Bob and Eileen, I felt like I had come home. And I knew I needed to look no further. I can't wait to be baptized and truly part of God and the Beacon family. Thank you all so much and bless you for the help and encouragement you've given me. Beacon Church, with Jesus' help, has really brought light into my darkness. Bless you all. That was fantastic. I think it'd be really good to pray for them all at the end, but should we let them all talk? Because I think there are other people who are getting quite nervous. Okay, who is it first? They're both pointing at each other. Do you want to both come up? And then you can... Pardon? Oh, you've left your glasses. Okay. There we go. Fantastic. There we go. You've got the microphone there. Thank you. So it's, it's truly amazing how God is responsible for leading us to where we're meant to be and to be doing what we're meant to do. Last year, the faith that I had held for 15 years, it got confused by feelings of, of guilt and sadness that I wasn't as close to Jesus as I could be. And standing here now, I feel clearer of what he wants me to do, and that is to be baptized and carry on listening to him. My journey to here began with going to church in my teens, honestly, because it was my mum, she wanted me to do that. And it went to almost using church to gain the experience I needed to start teacher training by being a Sunday school teacher. I married Pete at the same church, knowing that I wanted to God, God to bless our marriage together. And we, we lost a baby before we had Hannah and Joe, and it sent me to the furthest I've ever been from God. I couldn't accept that it was part of any plan, um, but now I can see that that suffering was meant to be and that it brought me closer to him. I didn't blame him, but I wasn't far off from doing that, I don't think. Pete and I were then led to Christchurch, wanting for Hannah and Joe the love and the hope and the peace and way of living that only Jesus can offer. And then little by little, as we grew closer to God, we knew we needed to move on to continue our family's faith. And a year ago, God led us to Beacon. Um, and it was here we saw this joy and this freedom that can be found in Jesus. I know that in the past I've been really good at putting up barriers to becoming closer to God and I felt I wasn't worthy of his love. But since coming here, I know how much I'm loved. I'm also beginning to face up to feelings of why, why maybe I shouldn't be getting baptised today. A bit late. I still hope to, to try and solve problems and, and I don't always trust that, that God is the one who solves them. Um, I don't like hearing what I take as criticism when it is only meant as kind and thoughtful 
support, and I haven't really yet fully accepted God's time rather than my own, but we're working on it together. For some reason, though, September the 1st, 2019, is the day that he wants me to want for the baptism, so here I am. I don't feel that I've ever doubted that Jesus died and rose again, but I don't think I ever felt just how amazing it is that he, he did it for me and he did it for you. And by being baptised today, I'm accepting that my sin is no longer part of something that will overwhelm me. Jesus overcomes any fears we might have, and when he died on that cross, he set us free. And I, know I need to be so much freer and not to hold back as I fear that others will think I'm silly. doesn't matter. I'll stand here and be silly. Jesus' rescue is just the best. Um, this year, my dad passed away, and I know that it's only God's love seeing me through. Uh, the promise of life after death was made so real, God has been with me the whole time. My dad, who'd been an agnostic all his life, talked of seeing angels waiting for him. I thank God for that. I also had a little experience of how, this is where I'm going to go, um, of how God uses us to share prophecies and visions. And the lovely Barb, who I have to apologise now, I'd been calling Stella for a year. So Barb, thank you ever so much for putting up with Stella for a year. Um, I don't know how I got to that, but it, the, when she came up to me, it showed how God can really make it known to us that we're loved. And he's also made it known that I'm not very good with names and that I want to get to know all of you so much better from this point. So Barb approached me and she had a message. And it could have only been God speaking because she didn't know about these feelings I had of being unworthy. And when she shared what she had seen about me as a child standing in a playground, feeling really ugly, <laughs> I felt a closeness to, to God that was just so brilliant. So thank you. I actually knew that then... We're also beautiful to Jesus. Um, being part of a small growth group, we meet on a Tuesday night. I've felt so welcomed and cared for. It's been a real chance to think through those questions that you just think are too silly to ask. Um, the openness and honesty that all of you have, have shared with our family just brings glory to God. So today is about a new start in my relationship. Sorry, my relationship, we, and we shouldn't say sorry. <laughs> this is all, sorry, I'm saying sorry. Um, today is about a new start in my relationship with God, about making a commitment to learn more through the Bible that he gave us and to live with Jesus at the centre always. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Pete's looking really nervous now. You'll, you'll do brilliantly. Come on. No, don't confuse nervousness with emotion from my wife. Um, um, just reminds me how much I love her because it makes me cry. Um, so, yeah, um, I was brought up in a non-believing Christian family. Um, so my only experience of church was with uh, Cub Scouts being sat at the back of an old church, um, being told to sit down and not say anything, just don't move. Um, so I wasn't exactly encouraged to get involved, no Sunday school or anything like that. So to say I was put off was an understatement. Um, I was baptised as a baby, um, but only because it was a done thing. My family was certainly not believers, and it was only because it was a done thing for, for families to do back then that I was baptised. It was not by my own choice, it was because they thought it was the done thing. 
to this day, they still can't answer me why they baptized, why they got me baptized, because they're still non-believers, unfortunately. Although I do pray that they do become Christians. Uh, I've been drawn to be baptized today because I feel that I'm part of a church family that constantly reminds you, through teaching and worship, that He is Lord. The feeling of the presence of the Holy Spirit in this church, in this nightclub, <laughs> it's just, you know, He goes wherever we go. Church is not a building; it's where we are. It's just incredible. Now I can be baptized by full immersion, just like our Saviour Jesus Christ was by John. I feel God's presence in my life, both in good times and bad. I'm especially thankful for him, for guiding me to where I am today and filling me with confidence to trust in him, no matter how hard life can get. And I refer to a uh, bit of scripture that was a daily verse of the day I got uh, from Psalm 86, verse 7. When I'm in distress, I call to you because you answer me. It's having that comfort that he's always there. And, you know, the one person as well that always understands everything that's going on in my life is just immense. Incredible sacrifice of sending his son to die for me and the fact he wants me and as many of us sinners to join him in heaven is absolutely mind-blowing. To have Jesus always there to talk to and knowing that he knows everything about me and any situation I find myself in is also mind-blowing. How lucky am I to be able to call him Father? There are so many wonderful people within this church, and I've only met about half of them up to now. Everyone is so loving and kind. They think nothing of offering help and support and prayer. And of course, uh, most importantly, they'll do this at the drop of a hat. I can only see my faith and knowledge of Jesus Christ and the growing with the love and support of this church, his church, growth through growth group and also through scripture. The first time I felt I could call myself a Christian was not long after marrying Jane, over 16 years ago. I first felt a sense of importance when um, Jane asked us to get married in the church, which was a little bit daunting, not being a Christian at that time, but that was the first sense of how important it was to have him in our lives, and it was the real start of it. I started to attend, to attend Jane's church, firstly due to her gentle persuasion, but then my inquisitiveness got the better of me, and before I knew it, I was attending regularly, finding myself wanting more and more. I had a very special and very powerful moment whilst receiving a prayer during communion, what I can only describe as the Holy Spirit pulsating through my body. The experience left me very emotional, but there was absolutely no doubt it was God telling me that I was in the right place and on the right path, and that I can always trust in him. I've spoken of this incredible experience to many people, so I know just how lucky I have been to have felt such an incredible presence. I see my baptism today as a new beginning, and also acknowledging that he is Lord, our Saviour. I want to be a witness of his incredible love, and with the help and guidance of this church, I feel I'll be able to do this. I want to thank all the Beacon for their love and support and helping me to get to this exciting point of my life. Thank you. It's fantastic to hear the testimonies, isn't it? Why don't we ask them to stand, and then maybe one or two particularly know them, gather around them closely, and we'll all just, just spend some time praying for them, because it is a significant time, isn't it? Baptism by immersion, whether you've just become a Christian or you've been a Christian a long time, is a significant time in your life. It means something. It's a spiritual significance. It's not just something we see. It's not a just a demonstration of what's happened inside, but there's something significant 
that happens at that time, and we want to pray that blessing on them. So I don't know if you three would like to stand up, and uh, one or two um, who know them uh, well just like to gather around them. We can all maybe reach out. Can I just ask that if you are praying for them, that you do into the mic so we can all hear your wonderful words. Thank you. Just going to pray first. Lord Jesus, will you bless the three of them, Lord God? Will we just want to have that feeling of your blessing on them, Lord Jesus, that you would catapult them into this extraordinary journey that you've got for them. I pray for your blessing and your glory and your majesty on them today as you springboard them into the future.